0: Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel.
1: Listen and follow the Left Wing Rugby podcast with me, Will Slattery and Luke Fitzgerald. As far as I
0: can see, I always want to get in the Irish team. And that should be every young player's dream and ambition in this country. And if you're playing in a place where you're not going to get the opportunities in the big games... That they're the ones that get you picked they are the ones the Champions Cup games are the ones that get you picked you need to be playing in a team and starting the a team for those games it's as simple as that if you want to play in the Irish team
1: every week on Apple Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Platforms. Pleasure or pain: how an extreme male stripper act caused outrage. <laughs> the word shocking often gets bandied about these days, but videos and photographs that have circulated after an X-rated event on Valentine's Weekend in Belfast have caused anger, scandal and even fury in some communities across Northern Ireland.
3: He was running through the crowd naked, um, dancing. The women were all sitting down at the tables this stage. Then he got back on stage, got a union flag and he sort of rubs it all over his body.
1: The Pleasure Boys event, which is being reviewed by the PSNI, has raised many questions around the industry of live adult entertainment
0: on this island. We now need to speak to everyone that we're booking these shows in with and make sure their security is high enough. Um, and also we're going to put a, a ban on mobile fans recording the, the shows.
1: Is it all just a bit of fun? Or were boundaries
0: broken both during and after the event as faces of attendees went viral? You know, we've all got to learn from this. We've got to try and protect people that come to the show. They're coming for a good time. They're not coming to be mega famous. And... Are there double standards at play here? People
2: kind of argued, you know, that women are often looked at through a male gaze and there was like some subversion of that. So it was different and there's a different power
1: dynamic. I'm Fiannaud Sheehan and today on the Indo Daily, I'm joined by Niamh Campbell, reporter with the Belfast Telegraph, Irish independent journalist Kirsty Blake-Knox and John Woodward, the man behind the controversial Pleasure Boys, to examine the fallout from the scandal-ridden event. And can you take us back to last weekend and an event at a restaurant called the, the Devonish Complex? What happened?
3: Yeah, so basically there was a Valentine's weekend special event advertised for Devonish. There's been arguments whether it's in South Belfast or West Belfast. It's, all, it's on the border between the two, but uh, it would be a popular venue for uh, like family, family dinners, nights out, Uh, boxing events are always held there. But there was like a very, very different event to all of those sort of things on on Saturday night. So a performance group called the Pleasure Boys, they were there on one of their XXL tour dates. They're touring all across the UK at the minute and they're doing so now right up until November. Uh, A lot of controversy emerged when some videos started being circulated online very quickly that... Appear to show the dancers mimicking sexual acts with some of the women in the audience on stage. Uh, a lot of people then were led to believe that they actually did have real sexual intercourse or, or did perform actual sexual acts with the women on stage. So the videos, you know, very, very quickly by Sunday night, they were everywhere and i have friends and even in the republic of ireland and in england saying that they had seen them so so very quickly this caused a lot of controversy criticism and confusion just all around
1: yeah and and so just to clarify this was advertised as pleasure boys xxl tour nobody was in any doubt of 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 what this was that it was a cabaret act or something like that it was quite clear that it was it was male strippers and there was no Opposition or objections in advance of this event?
3: No, not at all. And the Davenish have been advertising it on their social media as as that Valentine's Weekend special in the weeks coming up to it. The Pleasure Boys are sort of advertised and the people behind the Pleasure Boys will say this as well, they are advertising themselves as a naked tribute act to Magic Mike. Meet your wild side at Magic Mike Live. It's like a hot date, only your girlfriends are there, and it's 16 guys instead of one, and they can dance.
0: I mean, yeah, it's a chance to rock your new. So it's basically male
3: strippers dancing on stage and interacting with women in the audience as well. The difference is Magic Mike don't, I think, get completely nude, but the Pleasure Boys do, and that's what they advertise themselves as. The other thing is. This isn't the first time they've come to Belfast. This isn't even the first time they've come to Devonish. So this was actually the third time they've been here. People have been to their shows here before, but obviously the press coverage and the attention they've gotten has never been on as wide a scale as this now.
1: There there was confusion at the time over what exactly had happened and, and people reviewing the footage and so on and so forth. There wasn't actually sex acts taking place. There was mimicking, there was... There was certainly a lot of gyrating and so on and so forth. But is, is that clear now at this point?
3: Anyone I've spoken to that was there that night said that no no actual real sexual acts took place. And the performers said the reason that they are so popular and I guess now, yes, controversial, is that they go so close to the bone with it and that they simulate the sexual acts. But the women weren't naked or anything like that. I think many of the women, I'm just assuming this, but this is what the performers and, and the people behind The Pleasure Boys have said, that the women on stage and in those videos, maybe just had a bit too much to drink. They obviously didn't think that phones would come out so quickly and videos would be shared so fast. But there were all, there were all sorts of rumours and bits playing around. Um, the other thing is the, the boys put baby lotion and baby oil on themselves and run through the crowd. So... People were saying there were lots of substances and, and this this cast doubt on whether real sexual acts had, had occurred, but that was all sort of explained away as well. Um, One of the performers actually told me as well that none of the women even like, propositioned them to, to go home with them or anything like that. They said that pretty much when the event was over... The girls all left straight away because they were quite drunk. And he said as well, even if that had have happened, say, you know, one of the women had tried to get the fellas' numbers or something, that they're not allowed to do that because they're professionals and it would be against their own their own rules.
1: Tell us about the involvement of a Union Jack flag and, and simply because it, it's a flag that has a, a great symbolic significance in Northern Ireland.
3: Well, this is this. So I tried to suss out whether whether the union flag had, had been involved because of, of the, I guess, not- notoriety and relevance it has in Northern Ireland. So I managed to contact the performer, Jack Wilson, who he was doing a solo act, basically. So a solo dance with, with this union's flag. He was running through the crowd naked, um, dancing. The women were all sitting down at the tables at this stage. Then he got back on stage, got a union flag. Uh, I've since learned, that it's only called a Union Jack when it's on a ship cast out to sea. So in this case, it was a Union flag and he sort of rubs it all over his body. So that caused a bit of a stir. But he did say that he's from West, West Naponmere, I think, in England. So he is an English man. He says it wasn't uh, unique to Northern Ireland or Belfast anyway. He does it in all his routines. Um, it also wasn't meant to be derogatory to the flag because it's his flag um, that, that he identifies with. Uh, But it caused a stir as well because Jack himself performed with the Pleasure Boys but he's a bit of a solo act, he does his own thing and he's also a porn actor and interestingly enough an aspiring country uh, music singer as well so a man of many talents but yeah he did say that it wasn't wasn't relevant to Northern Ireland. He didn't realise I don't think that it was going to have such a spotlight shone on it on that moment. But he says it was personally one of the best nights that he had in his own performing career. He was full of praise for the people of Belfast and the people of Northern Ireland, getting pictures of some of the air hostesses on his way back to England as well. So I think he's appreciating the the PR and the publicity around it.
1: Yeah, I mean... Is, is that what's happening now? Is this basically a case of no such thing as bad publicity? Because there was suggestions afterwards that either A, the Pleasure Boys were banned from appearing in Northern Ireland again, or B, that they were, there were numerous venues trying to book them again.
3: Yeah, so there, there were rumours going around that the Davenish had banned them. And then I, I had contacted John Woodward, the guy behind him. And he said, you know, as far as he was aware, that definitely hadn't happened. He's been in the Davenish before. Then he said, I think it was about Monday afternoon, Within one hour, five other Belfast venues have been in contact with him, looking the Pleasure Boys to come to them because, as you said, the PR just went crazy. And a lot of businesses have been jumping in on the trend as well. And I think the Pleasure Boys, going by their own social media, you know, straight away, they had put an Instagram post up to say, you know, I think we've left our mark in Belfast. Tickets are selling for the rest of their UK dates, which go right up now until November.
1: What about women who ended up on videos and the morning after the night before suddenly sounded found out that they were gone viral uh, how have how have they responded or what has their reaction been to that?
3: I, I can't speak for them but I think a lot of people are assuming that they maybe regret it but I think that again goes to the testament of how quickly people's lives can be changed by phone cameras coming out and recording something in a split second and then a same split second, you know, that can go viral and you can be judged for lots of different things. been splitting opinions across Northern Ireland. You know, we have one of our reporters go out and ask people their opinions. And and a lot are saying that it, it was, it was a girl's night of fun. And it's one of those situations where women are typically the people that are most objectified throughout their lives. And, and these magic make nights and pleasure boys nights give women the chance to do the objectifying for a change. Um, some people are saying if the shoe was on the other foot and it was female strippers and male customers went up and did that there would be an, an uproar this one woman actually said that she thought it was a disgrace um, and that it just brings down the whole tone of I post-tourism in Northern Ireland she also said that she she particularly thought it was a disgrace because it was during Lent so there's, it's just split opinions all around it's something that's caused a lot of debate that's still ongoing nearly a week on
1: John Woodward, you're the manager for the UK Pleasure Boys. What do you make of the reaction uh, to your show
0: in Belfast? I think it's unbelievable. We've never had this sort of reaction on any of the shows. Obviously, this has gone mega viral now. And it's all to do with one or two videos that have gone out that have been a little bit extreme and um, that just got slightly out of hand towards the end of the show. Is this the normal show or did events go too far in Belfast or go into areas that you, you haven't gone previously? No, it's the normal shows. Usually patrons would stay seated throughout the show and the guys would go out to them and they would sort of display all of the show throughout the, throughout the crowd. But what happened here on Saturday evening was uh, people was, was excited. You know, they, they, they got out of their seats, they were, they were dancing around and the guys reacted to that. Is recording allowed at, at your shows or, or were people doing this surreptitiously? Videoing is is quite... It, it, people are able to do that, but I think it's something that we need to look into now because of, of how much this has gone out on social media. Usually you would get, you know, one or two videos shared between friends. But obviously what's happened here now is you've had ladies in there that didn't particularly want to be filmed by these people. In the video footage th-
1: that has circulated on social media now, we, we see your performers, they're dancing with some of the women, they're mimicking sexual acts. Uh, there's one woman who's lying down and one of your performers is, is gerating with, with her. There's others where you say at the end, uh, a group of women came on the stage and there's one of your performers moving ar- around the audience. You're saying that's what happens at your shows,
0: but did things go a bit further on this occasion? What happened on Saturday is people started to get out of their seats uh, and because there wasn't really any security there to sort of make them sit down, it just carried on and it just escalated from there. They're not going to just walk off stage. It, it's not like going to a, an Ariander Grande type concert. You know, it, the guys have got to react to what they've got in front of them. From your perspective,
1: obviously, as you say, I mean, this is a, at, at times, this is a, an interactive show. Do you get legal advice to make
0: sure that no boundaries are, be, are being crossed during the performances? No, we don't have any legal advice, no. We we know what the, the boundaries are. Obviously, we know physical sexual acts on stage. It, there is simulations. I mean, even on even the, the videos you've seen are they're quite extreme. There's still no, no sexual acts there. There's simulations. There's no actual sex going on there. So the people who are offended, uh, do you think they're behind the times? I think the show was a, a little bit more extreme than what our, our average show would be. We are a magic mic tribute type act. So the bulk of what we do is performance. It's, it's high energetic, um, visually attractive show. But then when it comes to the end side of it with the full Monty, we are called the XXL tour. And that's for a reason. You know, these guys are not quite the average. Has the publicity done you any harm? Have you seen an uptake in in booking inquiries or ticket sales this past week? Ticket sales and bookings have gone through the roof. I mean, literally the phone lines haven't stopped since we we came back on Monday. Some of the systems have gone down as regards the booking for the ticket sales for for all of the UK and for more bookings to come over into everywhere in Ireland, not even just Northern Ireland, right away from, from Dublin, right the way up. What's the view of your performers this this past week? As you say,
1: things were a bit more extreme than normal. Do they think that, that things went a bit too
0: far? I don't think things went too far. Um, like I say, the ending dance, at that point, we invite probably four to six people on the stage. So there would be our guys and then there'd be four to six ladies. They would normally dance around with those ladies on the curtain call and then they would take a bow. But what happened on that night is you had... I don't know, maybe thirty or forty ladies that came on that stage. So the guys didn't have a lot of room to move around. The girls were were dancing. Some was lying on the floor, and and this is where you see the guys then hovering over ladies that are on the floor because they they just react to what's in front of them. A, a,
1: an issue that has been raised uh, in, in this debate is the following day: um, women who who attended this
0: event. Suddenly, find that they're all over all, all over social media. And- yeah, absolutely. If I was going to an event, I wouldn't particularly want to be blasted all over social media, especially if I was a lady that had lay down on the stage, for instance, and then the guys hovering over you. Of course, you're not going to want that. You're not going to want your family to see that, and you know your, your friends to see that. So, this is why we're also now starting to introduce uh, a ban on um, on mobile phones filming the show itself because then at least whatever happens at the event, I mean, not that it's, it's going to happen again, but even if, if things happen at the event, it's not going to go viral, and, the, and these people are not going to be seen on on all of the social medias. So the Belfast event is going to have that consequence that that you're now going to say no mobile phones at your gigs. That's right, yeah. I mean, obviously, we've all got to learn from this. Nobody got hurt at the end of the day, but you know, we've all got to learn from this. We've got to try and protect people that come to the show they're coming for a good time. They're not coming to be mega famous. So we have to sort of look at the security side of it. So security is not down to us. The security is down to the venues. So we now need to speak to everyone that we're booking these shows in with and make sure their security is high enough. But you will be coming back to Ireland, I suppose, in the future. You won't get seen it on the internet. But yes, we're looking at maybe even a, a mini Irish tour throughout the whole of Ireland.
1: Kirsty Blacknox, what do you make of the outrage uh, over this uh, event in Belfast? Is there an element of the the Father Ted down with this type of thing uh, ab- about it? Or uh, is, it, is it just that people are responding to what they saw on social media?
2: I think it's not totally surprising that people are kind of shocked. Like, you've got to kind of remember that like where we're coming from in Ireland and not in this lifetime, like condoms were illegal in this country and homosexuality was illegal and it was very repressive until very recently. So I think sometimes when you see something as kind of explicit or graphic, it's kind of given that context, it's maybe understandable why people are a bit uh, shocked by it, even though we kind of maybe think of ourselves today as a very progressive and, and like liberal
1: country and society. The videos, they're pretty graphic.
2: They are graphic and they are explicit. I mean, the show is called Pleasure Boys XL." I kind of think people know when they're going in to it that it's going to be pretty explicit. You're not expecting to go in and see a group of lads playing Wordle or, you know, talking about model trains. So everyone appears to have been a consenting adult and seems to have enjoyed the experience. But I think if you've never been to a strip show or um, you kind of are hadn't seen something like that, it could be quite shocking and it is very explicit, you know?
1: Would we be Viewing this differently, if this was a, a troupe of female strippers and men were on stage and sexual acts were being mimicked.
2: um, Yeah, I think that it probably would be a different story. And I kind of think every few years, like there's a, a kind of, a, a subject like this comes up. Like I remember when Magic Mike came out, everyone was like, if this was a film about female strippers and men were going to the cinemas in the same way, it would be disgraceful. And I think that in that context, people kind of argued, you know, that women are often looked at through a male gaze and there was like some subversion of that. So it was different and there's a different power dynamic. Like in regards to hen parties, there's a lot of people who kind of say, you know, this is performative sexuality. It's it's kind of a safe space for female friendship and things like that. And then on the other side of the argument, I've heard people say it's incredibly out of date and it doesn't really have a place in kind of modern society. So I think there's arguments on either side.
1: What about the women who attended this event? They went out for a fun night out. They had a, they had a few drinks. They had a bit of fun dancing. And the following day they're gone viral dancing with with, with naked men uh, on on a stage. Who's to blame for that?
2: I don't know how many of them knew that they were being filmed by other audience members. And I don't know how many of them would be comfortable knowing that the videos were going to be so widely uh, shared. And I don't know if they consented to that. But it's actually just kind of, sad that that's the reality of where of the world we live in at the moment that if you go out and you're in a public setting someone might film it and they might share it in a whatsapp group and then all of a sudden this video is being shared with maybe people they don't want to see like maybe their line work has seen it and that does have repercussions and it does say something about our society's impulse to automatically film something and automatically share it with with people we know without kind of considering the knock-on implications it's going to have for people who feature in it.
1: The Pleasure Boys come to Dublin. Will you be going?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I feel um, I feel very naive. I've only ever been to one hen party and there wasn't the striptease at that. But I did go to a sex education live show that a woman called Jenny Keane hosted last year. And there were female kind of stripteases and that. And it was almost like an art form. But I don't know if I will go see the Pleasure Boys from what it sounds like business is booming, so I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll have plenty of women who are signing up to see them.
1: And my thanks to Neve Campbell, John Woodward, and Kirsty Blake-Knox. I'm Fianon Sheehan, and today's episode of the Indo-Daily was produced by Ian Doyle, researched by Dave Hanratty, with sound by John Smith. Archive clips from The Irish Independent and The Belfast Telegraph. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to follow and leave us a review.
0: We're offering Indo Daily listeners 50% off an Irish independent digital subscription. Head over to independent.ie forward slash redeem to sign up for unlimited access to premium content, e-paper, puzzles and more. Just enter the code INDO, that's I-N-D-O, to receive 50% off your subscription. Stay informed and engaged. Subscribe today.